Sweet Talk is a weekly 20-minute podcast brought to you by the Continuing Education Workforce Training Division of Idaho State University's College of Technology. This podcast is part of our continuing outreach efforts, and the format is conversation. We're having conversations with businesses, professionals, entrepreneurs, community agencies, and in all cases, difference makers. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So subscribe today. Take 20 minutes and hear from people living in your community who are making a difference in your community. It's time to get started with Sweet Talk. Hello, everyone. This is Jason Batalden, the Assistant Director at Continuing Education Workforce Training here at the College of Technology at ISU. And uh, we are here on Sweet Talk this morning. We've got a really exciting episode. We've got a really exciting guest. And we've got Paul on the show this morning. And Paul, yes. how are you today? Um, well, uh, behind the scenes, I'm a, I'm a little groggy. And all I can say is thanks heavens for coffee right hey hey remember yesterday i shared with you that i made my first batch of cold brew coffee this morning or yes. yesterday morning yes and I, you you show oh. you brought in the office and you're showing me your cup and i was yeah. like i was so jealous oh. um i don't know if anyone from the office has ever had cold brew coffee but i i can tell you it, it is such a difference um um because of the the time it takes to, to brew the coffee, um, it comes out with this no bitterness at all. And for some no. reason, it brings out the natural sugars in the coffee and it has this very sweet tone to it. Um, especially someone like me who drinks coffee black, yeah. uh, it, it makes a, a, a big difference. It is time consuming though. It is time well, consuming. and it's also the other side of the coin. It's got a little bit more of a kick to it than your quick brewed coffee too yeah i don't mind so i'm, I'm finished i guess i'm bringing that up i'm finishing the last bit of my cold brew coffee and i'm like oh i can't wait to go make another one because um i absolutely love my cold brew coffee i just love it i don't know why i don't make it in the winter i mean you can still you can heat up cold brew coffee and have a hot cup of coffee if you want but yeah you know, yeah so once it's been brewed you're good so here's, here's the thing. Um, I, I'm a big coffee guy. I, I really like immerse myself in this kind of culture. Um, if if you guys would like to, us to do just an episode about coffee, <laughs> I would love to do that. Let you us guys, know. Reach out to us. Get Sammy on. Yeah. Oh, get Sammy on. Because I could I could 100%. talk about coffee. Coffee. I could not not 20 minutes. I could go on and on and on yeah. about it for wait <laughs> like multiple episodes. So so if that's something you guys want to hear, uh, let, let let me know. I, I and I I would because I I like to twist Jason arm. Let's do a coffee episode. <laughs> I know. Let's and we very well may, Paul. Hey, okay. but but we, our guest. Um, so our guest, a little intro. I'm going to give a little intro on our guest. Uh, our our guest is Brenna Hassing, um, and she is special for us, um, especially because uh, she was an intern for us, uh, Brenna, over two years. Something I think almost two years, Year and maybe a half, almost two years. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so she left uh, ISU. She left the, the sacred halls and the uh, institution of academia and uh, ventured out into the big world. And that meant, of course, that she had to leave our little humble office behind. And um, we wanted to touch base with her. So we got a couple exciting things. Uh, we want to hear where she's at, what she's doing, because I know she's got a job that she loves. 
Um, and the other thing is, how was that transition during that COVID time? Because that was a little fun. <laughs> but with that being said, I got to use the official word, word, uh, word to get things started. So first of all, Brenna, welcome. Welcome to Sweet Talk. And uh, it's kind of, you have been on a podcast. You were a podcast guest at one time. Yeah. yeah. But um, most of your involvement with Sweet Talk was on the other side of the the camera and the microphone yes. and i quite well, often hid from the behind the scene cameras well there's only a couple episodes where i'm actually in shot of the behind the scene cameras yeah well when we were in the studio um uh, we actually had you take pictures um of the uh recording sessions that way we had some material to post uh to promote um and but you were in in most cases part of the, the live audience <laughs> um and uh, it was nice because then we would have questions because, you know, early in the days, uh, you know, uh, Jason was a little more reserved about, you know, asking questions sometimes. And, um, and it was nice to have a live audience so, so that we could have questions pop up that we didn't even think of. Yes. Yeah. yeah I think Paul, and it was... you were always the best at asking questions. Right. And what I liked, uh, and, and Brennan, we're, we're, we're wasting time. I wanted, and, and I don't mean that meanly, but I really want to hear about, but you know what the nice thing about Paul and having Brenna and Jennifer and all, and Sammy and all our live audience guest members there, even when Gary came is what it did is each of us got a every, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, like you said, if I missed a question or if Gary missed a question and then all, but our audience has always had a different take on some things. And so yeah. when you guys, it, it really added a, a, a rich dynamic. So um, we've had that conversation again about now that COVID is waning down, do we go back to in studio? And, and I think the only <laughs> argument, Paul, would be we, we kind of want the we want the live audience again. Yeah as, yeah. as a former intern, I also have to say studio days were the fun days. I mean, yeah. it didn't matter. I could have had a statistic test that day, but it didn't matter because it was studio day and we were going to have fun recording. Yeah. And more fun. often than not, because where we record on the ISU campus is pretty close to the student union, it would be studio day and then we'd go get donuts. Yeah. <laughs> ah. and the interns would walk over and get donuts. At the, right. and I can't remember the donut place now, but it's amazing. Yeah, amazing place. Uh, amazing place. There, there we go. See, there we go. There. <laughs> so, Brenda, you left us in July of 2020, in the yeah. thick, in the midst of COVID, and yeah. you found a job. Um, and it where took are you? A little while. So, yeah, where <laughs> are you now? So, July 2020, I left Sweet. Um, I actually had kind of a carryover job working for a property management cleaning company in West Yellowstone. And I was cleaning Airbnbs, which is definitely not what you'd expect as a recent graduate. <laughs> but it was one of those, you need a job. I didn't want as, as much as I would love would have loved to stay with Sweet. I wanted to make sure that position was open for a current student, um, even though I know they would have given me a little bit of a grace period, given oh, me a couple more months. But... They, yes. <laughs> we would have, right. Yeah, right. I know. They're just that awesome. But I, <laughs> I wanted a student to have that position. So... I was in West Yellowstone Island Park area from August to November, um, working in that field and the rental business up there, and then putting in a lot of job applications. And it was definitely frustrating with COVID. Um, yeah, what was, I mean, was it, so was it hard just finding positions that are open or was it, 
you know, the positions were open, but the slowdown on hiring because everyone was, you know, Zoom and offices were closed or what was the main issue there, do you think? I think a lot of it was just the slowdown on hiring. I And it was kind of the different process where I think employers were figuring out how do we hire people remotely because the current job I'm in, I did everything remote. 100%. I was, didn't make it down to Twin Falls, which is where I am now, Twin Falls, Idaho, until two days before I started my new position. Wow, so it was wow. 100% remote. Well, yeah. I, I do know that some employers were actually just kind of waiting to see how things were going to impact yeah. them financially because, you know, you don't want to go hire someone just to go, hey, we got to let you go. Um, and I, I thought a lot of companies just um, did not know how much it was going to affect them in the pocketbook. Yeah. Um, you know, are we going to lose business? Are we going to gain business? Or is it going to be the same? Yeah. And, and I definitely had a few of those. There were a couple different jobs and they were actually with different cities um, and municipal type positions. Um, and they had that. They said, we loved you as a candidate, but all of a sudden we don't know about our funding. So we're going to have to shut mm-hmm. it now. And oh, maybe yeah. in a couple months, we'll keep you on the list because we love you, but we just can't. We just can't guarantee it. So it was it was interesting, and it was quite a few I think different factors, whether it was funding or not knowing how you were going to hire somebody remotely or doing remote interviews. Um, well, and how was that for you? I imagine that was just a little bit more than frustrating. I, it was definitely disheartening. I mean, I kind of noticed I would do cycles. I would get really excited about stuff and find a bunch of jobs. And have a week where I was putting in like 30 applications, which is exhausting in and of itself because that's just a lot of work. And then I would, you know, not hear anything for weeks on end from anybody. And it would be like, okay, and you'd kind of slow down. And then you might get a little activity and that would kind of, you know, feed the fire and I'd get going again with applications. Yeah. So it was just a mental and emotional gymnastics to keep yourself kind of pumped and Making yeah. sure you're, you know, you're putting your most positive, best foot forward and all that good yeah. stuff too. Yeah. yeah. Well, working full-time cleaning, which is, if you've ever been a house cleaner, it is exhausting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a tough it's, job. It tough is. Tough job. Those ladies work hard and men. Mark Drew was mostly is. women, but those yeah. people work quite hard. So, you know, it was coming home after working and cleaning. Oh, I don't even remember how many different units and rentals and stuff like that in one day, and then trying to at least get two job applications out. Right. And living with my parents still. Yes, right, right, right. <laughs> Whom I love dearly, but right, and they and they love you dearly too. Yeah. But that We're wasn't all so excited that I'm right. out. <laughs> right, COVID wasn't part of the plan, right? I no, mean, no, no, you know, slow in hiring wasn't part of the plan. Yeah. So you stumbled on uh, the job you're now. Who are you working for now? If you can tell I am. Us. I can. I am working for DL Evans Bank. I am their digital marketing specialist. Wow. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's exactly, it's kind of one of those. It was worth the wait because that's exactly what I was looking for. And I mean, the job, you know, description and position, it was like, yes, 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 yes. Cool. Let's apply. Okay. I don't, Excellent. I Very think cool. all I had to do was change you know, names and addresses on some stuff because I already had so many different versions of resumes and cover letters that it was like, yeah, this is exactly mm-hmm. what I want. Easy. And excellent, excellent. Very cool. So um, when did you first, uh, um, uh, I guess, uh, interview for that position? And um, was that a remote interview? And how'd that go? It was remote. So it actually happened very, very quickly. I found the job in late October, beginning of November. I can't quite remember. And it hit submit. 
And then I interviewed just before Thanksgiving, so November, mid-November, and started on December 7th. So it was extremely quick, the process. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of so, like, okay, here we go. Right. <laughs> so I got to figure out where I'm living. <laughs> yeah. And, oh. oh, and that was a challenge. But anyway, yeah, Paul, you had, you, Paul, you had a question? <laughs> yeah. So uh, when, when you went to go interview, um, uh, I mean, uh, you worked for us doing a lot of digital content. Um, did that help prep you for the interview process or the skills they were looking for? Yeah, it definitely did. So having that background experience of, you know, even, even the podcast experience with some of the digital stuff there and um, using Facebook for a business and running Facebook ads and knowing about SEO and those types of things and knowing how to push the content. Uh, definitely helped. And I had a lot of great examples to give that I, oh. you know, I, you know, projects that's sweet that I was able to just have right, right there on the tip of my tongue, ready to give them during that interview. Very I, cool. Yeah. I always tell people who interview, um, I says, you know, if, if they ask you a question, answer the question and follow up with an example. Um, yes. You know, that, that's what they're looking for. They're looking for actual, you know, actual, you know, history of you doing a, a task. Yes, definitely. Very good. So yeah, so uh, so it's right up your wheelhouse, this position. Um, you feel, uh, and I'm so excited, right? Uh, I guess I'm just so excited that you, this position and the fit, you found kind of exactly what you're looking for. So December 7th, <clears throat> they say, you're, that was your first day, December 7th? That was or my that first was the, day. That was my first and day. And you're still working remote now? No, actually, I was never remote with them. They um, had guidelines where they were able to keep six foot distance. And if you weren't in that six foot distance or in common space, um, you would wear a mask. Um, Mm -hmm. Just recently with the lifting of mask mandates across Idaho, they also um, have done that unless, you know, a customer specifically requires that we wear them. We're always more than willing to do that for somebody's comfort level. and we just, you know, it was kind of one of those where you'd keep your distance and wear your mask when you needed to. And we were able to do that. And um, I know quite a few of us have uh, taken the time to go get vaccinated as well. So that helps. Yeah. So um, was that part of the, uh, when you were getting the job, uh, was that part of the conversation going, hey, uh, we're doing masks and, or, you know, we're trying to keep people safe? Um, kind of, I wasn't so much worried about that. Cause I'm just the person who, whatever HR needs me to do okay. in that regard, I'm going to do because HR, you know, as much as sometimes you feel like that's a little overboard or what have you, they're doing it for a reason and they very much need to do it, um, to protect their employees, to protect the community. And community is a very, very big part of the D11's bank culture. Um, so it definitely all played in. Um, I just know from the get-go, they said this is not going to be a remote position. So I did know that coming into it, that I would okay. be relocating down to Tomorrow's, <clears throat> which I was totally fine with. How did that process go, though? I mean, because again, now let's, I mean, in my brain, and this is from my little world. So, you know, you're up in Island Park, you're, uh, you're doing, you're, you're cleaning for Airbnbs. And it's surprising that business is still going strong during COVID, right? People are yeah. getting out of town. So they got to get away from the city. And so they go up to West Yellowstone. Um, and all of a sudden now you, you apply for this job, they give you the job, they say, hey, December 7th, you start. And now you got to make a move in the midst of this COVID um, to one of the more booming 
uh, cities in the Idaho area. That that had to be a little bit of a challenge too. It was definitely a challenge to find a rental. I didn't think I was going to make it. I thought um, I was going to have to start in January because they have specific training days um, that you have to mm-hmm. start out on. So right. I thought it was going to take a little longer, but I was very lucky. I found um, a nice brand new little townhouse right in my price range. And again, all remote. It was a video walkthrough. <laughs> wow so it was one of those where it was like okay here we go hopefully it actually looks like it looks yeah, you know, right. have that right. worry in the back of your mind <laughs> so, oh uh, my gosh <laughs> i mean you you bring you touch on a a, a good point right now we kind of have a short shortage of uh of housing right yeah yeah definitely i like i said i feel very very lucky i got into the the unit i'm in now um because I, I didn't think it was going to happen very good. You, you know you're looking on every facebook Craigslist everywhere you can look to find a rental and you're just not seeing a lot. So it was one of those where it's like, okay, we got it. We got in and, you know, thankfully had enough money saved up that I could put on the first month's rent and the security deposits and all that kind of stuff. And then it was just a matter of getting all my stuff down here, which all of it was in storage. So it was pretty easy. We just move boxes <laughs> move boxes one more time <laughs> one more time one more time <laughs> one more time to move boxes yeah. so um you've been down there now uh six months it's all yeah. go, full six months um, full six months and do you like your job i love it okay well, <laughs> i talk really love to, it yeah talk to us about that a little bit so i mean part of it is the actual job itself what i do i really love digital marketing not really sure why, because I don't use Facebook or Instagram or anything like that in my Personally, personal life. Yeah, right. yeah no, <laughs> just for work. Uh, but it's just so much fun to come up with content and work with different departments on their wants and needs and getting things done. Um, working on the website as well. I do a lot of that. Um, and then I just love the company. Dale Evans has a great corporate culture, in my opinion. And they're just very dedicated, like I said earlier, to community and to people. And that is something that's very important to me as a person. So it's nice to, you know, right out of the gates of college, find that company and job description that I both really, really enjoy and really like. It's pretty rare, I feel like, these days to find that right after graduating. Also to find a position that's within your degree. Yes, yes. (laughs) That was the big worry for such a long time. (laughs) I think that's a big worry for most, most people in college is, oh my gosh, I'm going to graduate and I'm not actually going to do what I've just spent four years and X amount of dollars learning how to do. (laughs) Well, you hear it all the time and you know, it's like, oh, I've got this job. I love my, you know, people go, I I got a job and I love it, but it's not really what I, I, I went to college for. Yeah. Um, but um, that's that's wonderful that you actually got something within your degree um, and uh, something that you had a history of doing. Um, uh, it, it it's a, kind of a rarity actually nowadays. I I would agree. I think it is. I don't think a lot of people find that. So what did you learn about yourself through this whole process? What do you think? And maybe go even go back farther because I know um, <laughs> you know just you know going through college. I know you you had. I know you've switched degrees maybe a couple different times and you kind of, and I don't mean that critically. I mean, I think, uh, and maybe I'm prying a little too deep here and I'm sorry, but, (laughs) but I think, you know, you, you you had some transformative, transformative experiences um, and you've really had taken opportunity to kind of find what it is you like to do, what it is you want to do, define kind of where you want to work and what 
kind of place you want to work and can you kind of just talk about that experience for a little bit? Oh, absolutely. So I started out thinking I was going to be a natural resource recreation and tourism major at Colorado State University and got about two and a half, almost three years into that degree and just was like, nope, nope. And, <laughs> nope. 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 <laughs> and it was one of those where you have conversations <laughs> with people and they do push you, just get the degree and figure it out later. And it was like, mm -hmm. nope. I'm, I'm not sleeping. I'm, you know, had tons of anxiety and it had nothing against the school or the people at the school. It was just, I don't think I'm going to be able to make a living. Right. Right. <laughs> it's right, one right. of those tough degrees. And I was like, yeah. I can't that... write grants for the rest of my life. I am not that dedicated and I'm not that person who's going to be able to handle that from a stress perspective. And so I took about two years off and um, just worked. I worked at Macy's at the time and kind of recentered and figured out that, okay, I'm either going to do management or marketing. That's where I'm going to go. Cause I don't, I have to have a degree for myself. That was kind of the realization I came to. Um, and I, you know, I, with that natural research, recreation and tourism degree, I did some exposure to marketing, um, philosophies and principles and how it works. So it kind of was like, okay, I don't really think I want to do HR and manage people. Right. I probably could, but I didn't think I'd like that as much. So I went right. for marketing and that's when I came, I had moved back to Idaho and I started at ISU. So, and yeah, I think having that experience, I call it my mid-college crisis, well, yeah, right. but I've affectionately termed it, um, <laughs> helped me grow. It was one of the most painful experiences in my life because you're kind of at that tender adult stage where you can't blame anybody but yourself. <laughs> and you go, man, I wish, man, I wish I'd listened to my parents. <laughs> Whoa, it's on record now. We're oh, they know. I've okay. told them. <laughs> they well, know. <laughs> well, it, it's, it's nice that you actually recognized it midpoint um, because uh, a lot of uh, students, um, they have that crisis um, and then they just continue on. Um, yeah. I've, 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 I've had, you know, working in a, in a university environment, you run across those students that actually, you know, at some point realize this isn't what I really want to do, but I've invested. And I, so I'm yeah. going to finish because I've invested. Um, and it's like, well, then what are you going to do after? He says, well, I'll maybe figure it out then, <laughs> figure it out then. Um, you know, uh, we had another intern, um, you know, Shiroj. Yeah. So Shiroj came to us um, with a uh, starting a business degree. Um, and I took him on as an uh, editor intern um, because, you know, editing video, you know, you can use that in a business degree as far as, you know, helping come up with concepts for marketing um, in, a, in a business degree. There are people, you know, you always have sit you're sitting down with people that are not the marketing people per se, but, you know, when I have. So, you know, I took him on and he had a crisis and he says, no, I do not want a business degree. I want a multimedia degree. Um, and he changed it in, and he, he says, I, Paul, because I've worked for you, I want to change my degree to this multimedia degree now. And I just thought, no, no, no. What if he winds up homeless, on, homeless on the streets? <laughs> it's all he, your fault. It's all my fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and I guess, Brenna, you've kind of already alluded to this too, right? Is that uh, your experience as an intern um, kind of helped refine um, and, and probably helped refine what you like to do. It gave you some real practical experience. Um, you know, our, I guess just the question is uh, how much of what that intern experience are you kind of using today? 
all of it. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Everything from, you know, branding principles and branding guidelines and knowing them and following them and knowing why we have them. I mean, from a marketing perspective, branding is very important. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, that's not something I had necessarily been exposed to at that level before I started working for Sweet. Um, and then, yeah, using a lot of the software, you know, having access to some of the bigger software packages is hugely beneficial. You don't, because they're so expensive, not every company uses them. Oh, no. I know what that is. Yeah, I know what that is. Well, yeah, I've, I wondered that, too. I, um, yeah. You know, the, you the outbound. put that on your resume, it's pretty good. <laughs> right. Even if they use a different one, right? Mm -hmm. But because the yeah. principles are the same. And yeah. that is a big deal. So. Definitely. Um, we're definitely look uh you, you're right brennan you know what the timer is um <laughs> and obviously it went off and we, we've hit our 20 minute mark but um you know i truly want to just tell you thank you uh for coming on the show and talking today but more than that uh thank you for filling us in i'm it just i'm so encouraged uh by your story i you know as maybe as difficult probably when leaving sweet and then you know having to figure out how to get groceries paid in the meantime <laughs> Um, you know, it, there is a testimony there. I mean, not only did you find the job that uh, you love and the company you love working for, but you did it during a time when, um, you know, a lot of other things were coming undone. And so good for you on that. Thank you. I so I, I, I've got one last question. Yes. <laughs> Do you feel like a grown up now? <laughs> you know, kind of. <laughs> we, we finally cut the final, you know, connections to my parents, which is just so satisfying. And I was reading an article a couple weeks ago that that is how most people my age are defining being an adult is being financially independent, 100% financially independent. It's not having a house. It's not, you know, having a car payment. It is that financial independence. And I think that's really what did it for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, so yeah. nice to just, you know, whatever, you know, I want to do with my budget is what I want to do with my budget. <laughs> oh, I bet your mom still has input, but it's nice to tell her mom, it's not your money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's fair. That is fair. Right on. That is fair. <laughs> well, hey, you know what, Paul, and I'm just going to put this out there so we have a point of accountability. We have to get Sarosh on the show. Uh, well, yeah, we should have Sarosh on the show. Yeah. Uh, you know, Sarosh, um, he's out in, uh, he, he's actually out in New York City, mm -hmm. um, and he has his own podcast. Yeah. Oh, so we're going to get, we're going to, yeah. we're going to, Paul, I'm put tasking you with that to reach out to him <laughs> and let's get him on. Okay, I, I will, I will do that. Um, and we'll do it. We'll do a check in with him as well. So, and, and, and I'm just going to put a little plug in here for sweet, you know, um, and I think we did this before, but, you know, one thing that, that I, I speak for Paul and myself and, and all of us at sweet, when we have an opportunity to get our interns, our career, um, career path interns, um, we, you know, they have opportunities to do the work that they're wanting to do. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't want to speak for Brenna on this, but, but I think, you know, Paul, you do it intentionally. I do it intentionally. I know a lot of our uh, supervisors and program coordinators do it intentionally is, is it isn't just a filing job. It's just not an answering job. You know, you show up, you've got to learn how the uh, software works. You got to learn how, uh, you know, Facebook works. You got to learn how to create and design and, and, you know, and do the things that do in real life. And so uh, it's just so encouraging for me to hear that, 
that our intentions are um, are having a uh, are seeing some fruit in the lives of the people yeah. we care about. So you know, when uh, I have my interns, uh, I not only teach them the actual how to on the job the tasking but i also i think it's an important part as an intern is to uh teach them how to be a team member yep. for an organization uh yep. i mean that's that's uh, critical that i think a lot of internships miss is the fact that they only teach they only give them opportunity to do tasks but you know they need to be part of the team as well right that's right communication learning how to communicate yep Yep. So yeah, <laughs> throw one out for this marketing team, right? Brenna? Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's right. All right. So Paul, we've got a couple action items. One is to get a hold of Sarosh. Right. Get him back and get him on the show. And the other one is to make sure if you have any questions, want to reach out to us, 208 282 3372. Yes. Uh, or you can reach us via uh, email just at uh, cetrain.isu.edu. Um, and, and reach out to us, contact us, ask us how we're, you know, you got questions. And, uh, finally, I just want to say, uh, Brenna, thank you. Yeah, thank you for absolutely. being on the show. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime. yeah. I, it's so nice catching up with you and I'm so, I'm so happy you're doing so well. Me too. It's, it's definitely nice to, uh, have patience and persistence pay off. <laughs> you know, um, you know, we, we all through, you know, Oh, being an older person, um, you have people that come in and out of your lives constantly um, and they flow like, you know, it's they flow like a river, you know, people come in and then they leave and then other people come in. And it's so nice when over a span of time, even, even if it's a short time like this, you get to catch up and find out that they that their life has become a little more full and rich. Um, and yep. it's kind of makes you smile and, and, and go, I knew them. <laughs> yeah. Right. I knew right. them when <laughs> I, back, back when they were back, so in, the nice. day. <laughs> back in the yeah. day. <laughs> right. All right. Someday, someday Brent will say, I'd like to thank all the little people. We'll know who she's no. talking about. <laughs> we'll know who she's talking about. No, all those never. little people made a difference in my life. All right. We got to, we got to sign off. Thank you. Okay. Yes. Have a great thank day. Thank you everybody. so much. Thanks. <laughs>